Hi, friend. It's uh, Brandy, your host of this show, This Plus That, a show about connecting the seemingly unconnectable and why it matters. I have a bit of an odd episode this week. It's not an interview. I'm doing another solo episode. Um, but I feel like because I've been relatively silent in terms of my newsletter, and you know that, I guess, if you're signed up on my list, and because I'm in a moment of transition with a podcast, I wanted to give you an update and also make a request for your input specifically. So first of all, the newsletter. Like I said, I've been on a bit of a break and uh, I let everyone know that I wasn't sure when I was going to come back. And I feel mostly my update on the newsletter is that I feel like it's coming back soon. Like I can't say exactly when yet, but I'm finally feeling more rested and nourished. And this last week, even out on a hike, I was just feeling an intense itch to write, like return to me, which felt incredible. And I just can't wait to come back to that and to share with you what I've been processing lately. If you don't know, uh, if you aren't on my newsletter and you don't know, um, you know, I, I make this podcast and it comes out every other week. And typically I write a personal essay where I actually speak myself and not in an interview format about things that I'm processing and thinking about. And I don't know, insights that I feel like I've gained. So if you're not on that, obviously I would love to have you there. You can sign up at my website. It's this plus that.com slash newsletter and several other places across the website. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that community. I love writing and it just hadn't felt like I was able to access or like pull out of myself things that I had to say because I was just so incredibly depleted for a while after the big move I've made and um, all these other things and life transitions I've made recently. And yeah, I just feel like that's coming back. So hopefully soon. Uh, I'm also working on in this like moment of downtime, I've, you know, I have been doing a lot of work externally, I guess, other than the podcasts that I had saved up before I made a move. Um, and when I say made a move, I just, I sold my house in Denver and I moved to, um, Boulder nearby. So not a huge move, but I had lived in Denver for 20 years and I owned my home for six. So it was pretty substantial for me and it's been a lot of work and it also was a move to invest a lot more in my health. And so I've been uh, doing a lot of that health work. And so as much as has not been happening publicly, there's just been an awful lot happening and gestating privately and in my close community and just in my health and my own body and all kinds of things. But one of the things I've been doing is also thinking about doing more video and higher quality video you know, just like some background and office improvements here at my new place and maybe also a slightly nicer camera just so things look better and everything is more compelling for you to watch. And, you know, honestly, I've been feeling a bit more like video is something I can do more frequently also just because, I don't know, it can be an easier medium for me to hop on and share something than all of the energy required or all of the energy I devote to writing and editing newsletters. So I'm excited to get more of that set up and to experiment with that a bit. And the really big news that I've been working on has to do with podcast. So I had recorded enough episodes to make it through today. <laughs> um, and I hadn't recorded a new interview, I think probably in two or three months. It was before I moved. And 
So yeah, but I had backlogged enough episodes to be able to publish until yeah, now. So I'm starting to record new episodes again. I've had uh, one interview already this last week. It was a four hour interview, which is going to take quite a bit of time to edit my way through. And yeah, I've got another one scheduled the following week and I've got all kinds of like exciting, um, yeah, things in the works in terms of guests and really big guests that I'm starting to like push myself to hopefully get even bigger guests on the show. And by big, I just mean ones that you know more. I'm not really all that concerned about popularity, but they are like dream guests for me that I'm starting to make asks of. And I've already honestly had some of those. Uh, David uh, Epstein and Andreas Weber were just two miracle guests for me um, and meant the world to me. But regardless, I'm, I'm continuing to, I guess, make uh, big asks of people in the world to see if I can get them on the show and uh, have you be able to hear them. And yeah, the, the big work that I've been doing with the podcast in this sort of transition time is also hiring a team who's going to produce it for me now. So it's taken a lot of work over the last several weeks to find someone that felt right to hire. And yeah, now it's a substantial amount of work to get them onboarded. So I'm doing the work of showing them all the details surrounding how I produce every episode so that they can begin to take over. So I will still be the one who's finding and booking guests, of course, and hosting the conversations always. But other than that, uh, this new team is going to be doing everything else. So they're going to edit the content, mix the audio, create the show notes and graphics, post to social media, at least in relation to the podcast. I'll continue to show up otherwise on social media and also sending all of you episode announcements via my newsletter list. Uh, and as you might imagine, that's, um, it's not only a big and costly move, but it's one I'm really excited to make. I feel like it makes a huge like it just marks a huge transition point uh, for where I've been at and doing this work, which feels really fitting for where I'm at right now and a risk I feel ready to take. And yeah, I feel like I've set up a lot of foundations here and I've started to grow a community of you who are listening and, you know, paying attention or signing up for my newsletter list and getting my personal essays and, you know, uh, just joining me on this journey. And now I want to grow it. I wanted to grow the community even bigger. And so this is going to allow me to take a lot of work off my plate so that I can now move forward and mostly just focus on creating incredible content and someone else actually producing it once it's done. And then I'm also paying them to pitch me as a guest on a lot of other podcasts so I can gr start to grow this community even larger. And so far, I've only done a couple podcast interviews on other shows. So I've been on the Follow Your Curiosity podcast with Nancy Norbeck and uh, you, the You Know Everything podcast with my friend Nicole Beasy, who's an amazing business coach. But uh, I, I've in, I'm investing in this new team to do more of that for me soon. So pitching me on other shows. So if you, one of my requests, I guess, is if you love a show, another podcast, and think I should be on it, please reply to me, like send me an email uh, or yeah, contact me in some way. I don't know, tweet at me or hit me up on Instagram. Uh, it's at this plus that pod in both of those places, but you can email me, especially at brandy at this plus that.com. And so, yeah, just let me know if you've got other shows that you love that you think I should be on. I would love to consider that. And yeah, I'm going to unleash that team to start pitching me on those shows soon. And then, yeah, the bigger thing that just feels like it's like, I don't know, on my heart feels such like a, like such a weird thing to say. I feel like that's such like sort of X 
evangelical, like Christian language, (laughs) but it's been, uh, yeah, kind of like really on my heart to, I've been listening to you all tell me that you would like to engage with me more directly and be able to talk about topics that come up on this show and also just uh, have some more dialogue directly on what you read in my newsletters uh, beyond what you're able to do now. And so I'm thinking about expanding into some sort of community platform, like a mining network, or I don't know, even if it's YouTube, but like you only get secret links, or I don't really want to do a Facebook group. But yeah, I don't know, I'm looking at types of platforms that we might do it on. But like as it stands, the only way that you can engage with this work right now is to reply to my emails if you're on my list or listen to the show and just like ruminate on it by yourself, which I don't know. It's not, it's not, it's like a joy for me to create this show, but it is such a weird experience to sort of put things out in the world and then they're just like released into the void and I get no feedback. Like I I want to actually be in feedback with you because that feels like we're in community and it's not just like a one-way deal here. And so, yeah, I'd like to create a space where all of that's possible, but yeah, thinking on that even though has, I don't know, it's required a lot of reflections on the idea of living in the gift. So I haven't talked about it a ton. I mean, I I guess I've talked about it a little here and there on the show and some in my newsletter as well, but I really have a deep desire to want to live into the gift as much as possible. And living in the gift to me means that like, I've only asked that people pay me for this work if it inspires gratitude in them and that you are like, that they're also equally resourced to be able to do that while like still allowing everybody to dictate when and to what degree that happens, right? So I'm not forcing a payment. I'm not forcing a certain amount of payment. And I'm giving everything uh, to the world in belief that if it inspires gratitude in you, that you will support in return in whatever way feels suitable to you, whether that's financial or otherwise. Um, But that has made me really reticent to put out some of my content and do it behind a paywall because it just didn't feel like gift economy ethics, I guess. And that's definitely a thing I'm still learning about. But my friend Kyle reminded me that putting some things behind a paywall isn't actually the problem. It's what kinds of things we put behind a paywall and in what way that really matters. So like I said, I'm, I'm doing a lot of digging into this and I definitely, most of my gift economy thinking really came from Charles Eisenstein and then, um, Kyle mentioned something the other day about artificial scarcity. And so artificial scarcity from what I understand so far is one of the ways that we create scarcity by limiting access. I'm reading this (laughs) as you can tell, it's like still a learning edge for me. So I have to read this, but it's uh, limiting access to content that only has to be created once and then can uh, can be infinitely copied forever without any ongoing time money and energy. Like Kyle mentioned, a digital course is a good example. But this work, my work on this plus that, so everything I do so far, which is really mostly the newsletter writing and uh, this podcast work, is not artificially scarce. I actually only have so much time to labor every day, right? And continuing to create these things requires both a lot of time and money. And expanding what I do here into hosting more direct, uh, more direct dialogue and community with all of you is going to require even more of it. And you know, this is my gift to give and my writing and the podcast are my art. Like the, the creation of this stuff is my art. That's what I consider my art. So it is absolutely my joy to do it. 
But still, part of living in the gift economy is just more fully believing that we deserve to be supported for giving the things that make us come most alive. And doing this work makes me come more alive than anything else I've ever done in my life. I want to continue doing it. I know that some of you are very excited about it and want me to continue doing it. And, you know, living fully in the gift often doesn't happen all at once, right? I think that's something we practice into more and more and more. And, you know, because especially as people who like basically everyone holds trauma and if you hold trauma and you just go running and flying off the deep end, you're going to really set off some things in in yourself that aren't not only not comfortable, but probably aren't very healthy. And so it really makes most sense to sort of continue for me and hopefully also for you, for us to encourage each other to like live along your own growth edge into the gift economy, if that's something that you're interested in doing. And uh, if you want to read more about that, I first read about it in Charles's Sacred Economics book. And yeah, there's so much more there. But in any case, I want to live more and more into my growth edges and following whatever next step it is into the gift that makes sense right now, based on the full context of my life and you for the full context of your current life right now. And for me, my current growth edges are really about a few things. Like I really, I'm trying to speak up more and more often myself. So that means producing more content where I'm the one writing or speaking instead of just interviewing folks and, you know, hearing others' opinions, which I love. I love the format of the podcast and getting to have interesting conversations with people, but I also feel somewhat limited. I, I want to be able to speak more beyond what I write in the newsletter. And so I'm, I'm trying to be vulnerable and finding more ways to do that. And another of my growth edges is taking the financial risk to hire a podcast team, like I said, and investing pretty substantially in growing my audience so that I can make this work sustainable not only to pay me for the expenses required to create and produce the newsletter and podcast, which are actually pretty substantial, but also to pay myself a living wage eventually, soon, hopefully, and even beyond a living wage. I would like to make this a very incredibly successful thing because I have done so much work around what it means to actually feel okay in relationship to money and not like poverty is actually some sort of martyrdom that we're all supposed to take on, right? So I want us all to not only make a living wage, but to make, you know, enough like beyond that in a stance with money that believes that it is always in flow and not to hoard it once we make it, right? I think that's some of the um, living and gift economy as well. So Another growth edge for me is asking for support more directly and more often. That's sort of what I'm starting to do here, I suppose, is talking about opportunities that I'm trying to build into allowing you all ways that you can support this work more um, concretely and directly and asking for it more often because, yeah, I don't know. That's part of it too, right? It's just learning that it's okay to ask for help and support and also, yeah, like I said, believing that we're um, not only worthy of being supported and doing what we love, but that the universe actually wants us to do more of what we love and will find ways to support us in that. So yeah, I, I don't, I not only want to do that, but I want to challenge you into that in your life as well. And then, yeah, also, I guess, lastly, just, uh, a growth edge around being even more vulnerable by, yeah, launching that in-person community or, you know, it, it's probably online really for the most part, hopefully we'll do some in-person things. That sounds 
freaking amazing. Uh, I would love to host events in person with you guys, uh, able to attend. Uh, but yeah, hosting some sort of online community where I engage in real time with you is a growth edge and not only financially and the sort of extra dollars to do that, but also just the time and the vulnerability of showing up in real time. And yeah, so I guess all of that being said, I have a final request for you, which is what kinds of things do you wish existed when you read my newsletters or listen to the podcast? Like what would get you so pumped to have and would make you feel super seen and supported and encouraged if it existed? Like enough that you would be willing to pay for gated content behind some sort of paywall, like you might see with Patreon, right? And yeah, I don't know. Is it a podcast club, like a book club, but to discuss the show instead of a book? Or is it a book? Like, do we want to encourage each other and get super pumped on just like a mashup of ideas and read super cool things together? And maybe some of those also feed, like maybe some of the authors actually feed into guests that I invite on the show. That would be super awesome. Or do you want to have live chats with my guests? I don't know if it's possible, but I feel like some of my guests would definitely be willing to beyond the recording for the show, actually show up live and answer some questions with you. I think that would be really amazing. And then I don't know, like maybe Q and a sessions where we encourage each other to do more work that makes us come alive. And maybe you can ask me about my process or really anything like ask me anything, I guess, sorts of sessions about, I don't know, my life, my work how I came to be here, what I'm learning from the world. And I don't know, I'm an INFJ. So uh, I don't know if you know anything about Myers-Briggs, but Lauren Buckley, who was in the episode with Charles uh, Eisenstein with me, is an absolute Myers-Briggs genius and not sort of the online testing um, bummer versions of Myers-Briggs things, but like genuinely a deeply studied Myers-Briggs expert and knows all about like the cognitive functions and the original intentions that uh, young had when he developed the Myers-Briggs model. So I've been learning a lot more about my, uh, particular personality type as an INFJ. And I don't know, I'm someone who my brain apparently was put here, uh, to take in a lot of information and sift through all that information and come out with, uh, helpful nuggets to share with the world. And I find so much joy in doing that. And that's, basically exactly what I do in my newsletters. And I tend to do hopefully even in sharing with my guests and with you in the interviews and everything else in the podcast. But yeah, so, uh, I would be happy to do Q and a sessions with y'all. Actually, that would get me super pumped just to like, I don't know, talk free form with y'all and yeah, just sort of riff on things that I've been learning lately beyond just writing it in the newsletter. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Is it something else? Would you be into something else or yeah, just, I would love for you. Here's the simple ask. Would you let me know what you would be pumped to have exist beyond how the podcast and the newsletter are right now? And yeah, you can do that by emailing me. Like I said, if you're not on my list, it's brandy at this plus that.com. And if you are on my list, you can just reply to one of my previous emails, this one even, that says most of what I'm saying here in the audio version. And yeah, just let me know. I would love to hear from you. And if you write me in any way, I will personally respond. It will be me talking to you. So please do me the favor of, I don't know, providing your input. Cause I want to build something that's not just Brandy made this thing and she hopes that everybody else sort of loves it and, you know, moves on from there. I want this to be a community space where we can hold 
yeah, hold space for complex issues and nuance and gray area thinking and mashing super fun things together in the world and talking about the, I don't know, our purpose and why we're here and what life is all about, you know, like give me the existential questions as an INFJ and I will just sit with you in those conversations forever. That's really why I love creating this thing. And yeah, um, like I said, it makes me come so alive. I am over the moon that I get to even take the risk and the chance to do this as a job, quote unquote. And yeah, you, you make it worth it. All the messages that I've gotten from you telling me what this show has meant to you and how it's helped you feel seen, uh, sometime like maybe for the first time ever. And that you just feel so grateful for conversations that you've heard that maybe, I don't know, you've been thinking for a long time, but haven't heard voiced publicly, you know, like my conversation with Clementine Morgan. I've, I've had several people thank me for that. And, um, yeah, that's one great example. Like, you know, cancel culture is a, a tough conversation to just have for an hour, an hour and a half, and then put it out into the world and not have a space where you and I, and we can all sort of talk out what that means when, yeah, I don't know, maybe we've been in scenarios where there just hasn't been a lot of opportunity to have safe, quote unquote, like dialogue around those things. So yeah, um, I don't know art and science and all those things too, you know, like I, I just love talking about all the deep things and creating space for it. So I'm so grateful that you've joined me here. It is an honor to have you listen. It's an honor to have you read. I can't wait to see where this goes. And I'm just so thankful for people who are, yeah, I don't know, willing to be in it and the journey with me and also here alongside me, encouraging me to continue to live into my purpose so that I can continue to help you live into yours and we can be in one huge reciprocal, um, I don't know, garden or something, you know, like a metaphor of like cultivating the soil so that we can all grow and become more and more alive every day. All right, y'all. Thank you. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. <laughs>